Welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team, the podcast that helps make your real estate dreams a reality. The Janelle Cameron team is your expert source for all things real estate in the greater Toronto area. Whether you're considering a renovation to improve your return on investment, looking at homes for the very first time, or even considering becoming an agent yourself, we've got you covered. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with Janelle and Leslie. I'm Janelle Cameron. Hi, I'm Leslie Pearson. And today we're going over the stats for the Toronto Real Estate Board for October 2021. Hey everyone, how you doing? Thanks for joining us again. We are uh, gonna talk stats today. Our favorite topic, eh, Leslie? You love it. (laughs) I do love it. I'm a bit of a stats junkie. so yeah otherwise uh you know we always like to kind of start the podcast with a bit of an update on what's happening in the market and what we're seeing out there um it's been interesting i would say uh i still you know we talked about this last week a little bit but still a little bit slower yeah it seems a little bit further advanced in the season as we see in other years but this amazing weather we're having holy cow if this holds out i think uh, you know it should be busy quite a bit longer until christmas yeah i Um, think so mm -hmm. but uh slow but not i mean things are still selling for good prices that's the important thing it's just like the the frenzy is gone yeah but so the volume is affected but value is holding very strong a lot of tire kicking Mm -hmm. i find like everybody's sitting around kind of like yeah we'll see we're just waiting for this waiting for that but not really ready to make you know no sense of urgency nobody wants to commit Mm -hmm. (laughs) bunch of non-committals out there Mm -hmm. um yeah so having said all of that it doesn't really reflect this is what i wanted to talk about because we've been talking about this for a couple of weeks about what we're seeing out there Mm -hmm. and then the stats just came out and oh yeah not anything like (laughs) i've been experiencing (laughs) no i was quite taken taken by it me too now the only thing i'm wondering because they don't they break out the stats i could have actually looked mid-month but i do wonder if if it the beginning of the month was hot the latter half of the month as we've thought was a little bit slower mm-hmm. and whether it's balanced itself out to make still a very strong month or whether we're just altogether wrong. Yeah, whether we what we were seeing was anecdotal and just not kind of universal in the, the GTA. Um, yeah. Clearly that's what we were seeing, but it, it is not reflected in the numbers. It is not. So let's talk about those numbers. Uh, great month. Mm-hmm. Again, it was, it was great. Now, Sales volume down again, almost 7% from last year. So, um, you know, that's a trend we've been seeing for quite some time. Yeah, so that's probably what we were feeling. Yes, although for all the listings I've had, they're just, I do feel a bit of a... You can tell. Quiet, Mm -hmm. a quiet. And they're all across the, you know, the areas. It's it's not like they're just in one pocket. So that's kind of what's made me... Mm -hmm think that but anyway but yeah sales volume down um almost seven percent so that's okay um now again contrary to what i've been seeing um huge increase in condo sales Mm -hmm. i was surprised by that yeah so the detached a little slower condo sales are up or freehold i should say down condo sales are up and again we're just talking about volume not to be confused but price holy cow we're up 19.3 percent across the board um uh yeah yeah just crazy so that brought the average price of a home up to 1.155 million and change 
So when we give you that number, that means condos, townhouses, everything, freehold, all lumped in together. No matter where. In the GTA. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's going to cost you $1.1 million to buy the average place right now. Right. Yeah. That's that's crazy. I know. Yeah. I had a big conversation about this with my teenage kids this weekend about how hard it's going to be for them to ever own anything in the GTA. Yeah. Start. But interestingly, their reaction now. was, "Who cares? We don't, we don't think we would ever want to buy in the GTA." Yeah, it's yeah. funny. Mm-hmm. That is actually yeah. something interesting because I have a couple of friends who have kids right now in university mm-hmm. who are thinking about settling down. And all of them have said, well, we don't want to live here anyway. Right. That's so. That's what my kids are already saying in Isn't high school. Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're I don't, don't think mine they will. Say, mine says, we're not devastated about that. It's irrelevant to us. Yeah. Okay. But interesting. I wonder where, where they'll want yeah, to go and going? how much that will change. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Uh, you could probably go to Saskatoon for a pretty good price. I don't know. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Now, the low-rise market was, you know, driving the pace in October, which is great. Um but condos also really strong. Um, so yeah, it, we had you know a bit of a slowdown in both the condo market and the de- detached market in the four one six over COVID. Yeah, but both of those have bounced right back up. And you may yep. recall, you know, a year ago it was like six percent growth for detached in the four one six, but like forty percent in the nine oh five. Right. So that brought that average price of those two properties you know, a lot closer. Yeah, the gap narrowed more than ever before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we're still kind of there. We're talk. Let's talk about the 416 first. Average detached in the 406 was 1.785. That's, that blows my mind. It is. Mm -hmm. It's mind blowing. Mm -hmm. Um, That was up 21.2% over last year. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So 1.785 is what it's going to cost you to buy a detached home here. Um, Semi-detached, much more reasonable, you know, but, <laughs> 1.3. <laughs> Townhouse, just over a million, million 25. Um, and condos, 740. Yeah, wow. So 740,000, that was up 10%. We saw month after month after month last year of 1% growth, pretty flat, not even 1% in a yeah, lot of cases. They, yeah. So those are ticking along nicely. Um, now, 905, we had a $1.45 million price range, price point. That's average. So, you know, we're only $300,000 apart now between the 905 and the 416. Right. And that is fascinating. Yeah, I wonder what will happen with that, how long that will continue. Mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm. If I was better at math, I'd be able to work out these numbers. Mm-hmm. The That's almost 30%. So we're talking... This month in the 416, the detached up 21%, in the 905, 30%. So, you know, the gap is obviously shrinking, like we've talked about. Um, yeah, and so, you know, we don't talk too much about semi detached and townhouses in the 905 because there aren't as many of them. Mm-hmm. But the average condo price was way up there, too 633,000, and that was up 17%. Wow. Yeah. And we know why that is largely, right? People can't afford to buy any more detached anywhere. Mm -hmm. And so they're going to... Look further afield. They're going to look further afield. Especially with the changes in our our lifestyles uh, because of COVID. Exactly. People, you know, have come to the realization that being in the core of the city may not be the the end all. Yeah, I Mm -hmm. think, you know, you've got to really think about that as you're choosing where to live and with respect to like what's your lifestyle like and yeah i just wonder as people 
quasi-return to work if those people who moved outside the core mm -hmm. to the 905 will might be second-guessing that decision and moving back in. Yeah. I, I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. No, not yet. For sure not yet. No, no. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I know we speculate about this. Are those permanent moves? I think they're permanent. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the only reason I think that is because, and I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself for people who have heard this before, but is that because so many people have done it yeah. that if you choose a place like... Brock region and Durham so many people have moved to Brock region yeah. that coffee shops and restaurants right. and yeah. building up breweries and mm -hmm. all the things that we love about mm -hmm. the city those are all popping so up there too. So our conception too. of those spaces is changing. I think so mm -hmm. and I kind of I, I mean I appreciate that mm -hmm. um, but there's no cheap place to buy anymore that's for sure. Where's the cheapest? So if I'm looking at my list of I'm going to look at the of the um, 905 first. And if I'm looking at the cheapest place that has an average price point is, it's actually, and I just mentioned it, Brock Region in Durham. Mm -hmm. It had the highest increase of 40.3%, one of the highest increases, but the average price of a home there is 635,000 detached. So it was grossly under... Valued. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But up 40%. Mm -hmm. um, the next least 40, expensive. Like, why would that be 40%? Mm -hmm. Well, Durham, if, if mm. we're looking at Durham region, we've got a whole bunch of 40%ers. Yeah. Um, we've got, you know, Brock, we've got Clarington. Um, so, what was happening last October? Was it. Uh, were we in lockdown then and, no. and nothing moving? No, I yeah. No, Lionel was good. Yeah. Um, the highest increase of all, of course, uh, once again, was ESSA. Yeah. 42%. It's going to cost you 822000 to buy a house in ESSA now. Mm -hmm. But least expensive. So number one, Brock Region. Yep. Number two is Innisfil. Okay. Innisfil went up 36% since last year, but you can get a home there for 752000 Right? Nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Most expensive, interesting to know. I'm going to go through my list very quickly. And we're just talking about 905 right now. In a minute, I will go over um, the 416. But the most expensive area was Richmond Hill this oh. month. Oh, sorry. I'm, I lied. It's King. It's King yeah, City. Richmond Hill has suffered. Richmond Hill really, second. So, yeah. yeah. So second. King, 1.769. Oh, yeah. Right. That's up 30%. And then Richmond Hill was second at 1.732, and that's up 28%. So, yeah, that's where um, in the 905, the most expensive. We had a couple 1.6s, Oakville, 1.679. Right. Um, and it's always, it's always fascinating to me that there's somewhere more expensive than Oakville. Right. On the average. Uh, but there is. Mm -hmm. um, if we're talking about the 416... And we're looking at all the different areas in terms of a detached. I'm just going down my list very quickly, and I'm going to give you the cheapest place for a detached as I'm th scrolling through. It looks like it is E11, which is in the East End, North East End, Malvern District. Right. Not exactly everyone's not in demand favorite cup of tea that's not a surprise no however it went up 20 percent wow. since last year and you can buy a detached in e11 for one million and thirty-one thousand. wow so there was not one single area in the 416 
under a million dollars for a detached, not one. And there were no areas that went down? There were no areas that went down. Um, if I'm looking here, the least amount of an increase looks like it was um, C8 again, as usual, which is the central downtown east area. It only went up 5.5%, but it's still going to cost you almost $2 million yeah. for a detached home in C8. There just aren't very many of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if we're talking about uh, the, you know, the most expensive area in Toronto, which these are always interesting to me, um, it was C9, yeah. of course, and what 3.68. So that's Rosedale mm -hmm. area. Mm -hmm. It's always in high demand. And these, again, are for detached. Mm -hmm. So condo numbers, and this is important for people, I think, that are just starting out in the market yeah. um, and want to buy something. So yeah. where is it that you can get the least... Uh, you know, condo for the least expensive in all of Toronto. Do you have any guesses? You, you might not. Well, I would have thought some of the building, some some parts of C1, but no, must not be. No. It's E11? Actually, no, so I would have thought E11, mm -hmm. but it's actually W9. W9. And What's W4, so west, oh. west, northwest. Um, okay. In, in W9, you can get a property there. Four four hundred a condo four hundred and twenty seven thousand. Wow, let's do it. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. all right. What neighborhoods are in W nine? Well, I funny like. you should ask because I'm just looking at that right now. People would um, know the neighborhoods more than the number. Yeah, they would know the neighborhoods more. Yeah, we. I know it's. It is actually kind of funny though how many people know numbers. Yeah. Do you find that? Yeah, more and more. They yeah. know their own number for sure. Yeah, they they know their own number. Okay, so W nine we have places like Humber Heights. Yeah. Um, Kingsview Village and Willow Ridge. Yeah. So way up there. Um, the other one I noted was W four. Right. In W4, which are areas like um, Weston, yeah. um, Yorkdale, Glen Park, um, Humberley, places like yeah. that, you can get a place in W4 for 579000 And that was only up 8%. So that seems to have the slowest growth this month of all condo buildings. Right. Even C1 and C8 have risen quite substantially, which are downtown. Um, C1 was up 15% this month. Uh, C8 was up 12%. Wow, good for them. So your place yeah. to buy right now, if you're looking for a reasonably priced property, a condo would be in, you know, one of those West regions. Yeah. W9 or W4. And you would have to think their growth is going to, you know, it's going to be accelerated. Right. So if we're talking so again, be smart to buy there now. Absolutely. If you're mm -hmm. talking about W four, I mean, they st the the worst area in town had an eight percent growth. <laughs> like it is actually really amazing. Yeah. How can you not buy there? Yeah, Toronto. right. That's yeah. So um, and it's it, it is interesting. I've got some people who live out of town and they're trying to buy up in um, like up around York University. Yeah. Which is not the most expensive part of town by any stretch. And trying to get them to understand the realities of, first of all, bidding on properties and having yes. places go for over asking is one thing. But then on top of that, you know, trying to reassure them 
that the growth has been very consistent year over year mm -hmm. and that it will probably continue to do so. I mean, I don't have a crystal ball, but kind of based on the, mm -hmm. the last, you know, hundred years of, of Toronto real estate board stats, it's, it's interesting because, you know, we are also used to that living here, but when you're talking to someone who's from further afield, they just, it's, it is a little mind boggling mm -hmm. for them for mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, not, not all like we're such a, an exception to the rule, really, in this, like, un unprecedented growth. Yeah. Like, you know, pretty consistently since we've been in real estate. And um, that's a long, bloody time. Yeah. Yeah. So to come from outside where maybe places languish on the market for a while is, which is normal. Yeah. It, yeah. It must, it must is, be a, a sharp learning curve. Or, oh, I, I can't even imagine, mm -hmm. you know. It must be just so strange, so strange to think about. So they're asking three ninety nine, but I've got to pay seven fifty. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, what? How does that work? Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I don't know. You know. The message is always the same, everyone. It's, it's not going anywhere but up. And so let's just say for argument's sake, you can't afford any of these things right you know um if we look again at the you know the least expensive condo downtown maybe you and a couple of people can afford to buy a little place in w4 or w9 where maybe you're going to spend six hundred thousand for a two-bedroom maybe you and your friend can live in that place for a couple of years maybe you agree to sell it in three years and if you're making 10 percent a year you know, then you can split your equity and you've got the kind of money that you can go and purchase something on your own. Right. It's a start. It's it a start. Have to, your first home doesn't have to be your forever home. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, no matter how you have to do it, if that involves Involving partnerships others, yeah. or mm -hmm. co-signing or whatever the case may be, I think it's worth right. giving well, it a go. Yeah. Evidence suggests that. It suggests you're not going to uh, lose money on it. And if you get in, you're going to make money. So but we have to be more innovative, I think. I think so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now I've been doing it. Well, you know, I have to say that this might be the first time that the numbers surprised me because I was just thinking it was a bit flat out there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I agree. Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, and it, it teaches me, like, sometimes we get caught up in our little bubble yeah. of what we see and think that that's going on everywhere. And it, you know, our little experience last month, it might just be that, just a little experience. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think um, I think it's sometimes you know when you're in the trenches as we yeah. are and you're living and breathing it all the time, you definitely have a pretty good read of what's going on. I mean, this is the first time I've sort of been a bit surprised. Just again, just based on the experiences I've had. Mm -hmm. um, certainly not in other regions, but mm -hmm. but definitely you know in. In Toronto, just the things that I've been kind of looking at have been sitting a little bit longer than normal. Mm -hmm. um, well, those are great stats. So, yeah. So happy to hear mm -hmm. for everybody there. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, these are always relatively short, these these episodes, because we just go over the numbers and that's it. And that's all right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what we're here. If you have any questions, you know how to reach out to us. Uh, make sure, please, that you follow us on all our socials. Download all of our podcast episodes, which come out weekly. And... Um, we are always happy to uh, answer any questions. So if you come up with any particular topics you want to know, you know, reach out and we'll let you know if we can cover it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So in the meantime, we wish you happy real estate. Happy real estate, everyone. And have a good day. Have a good week. We hope you've enjoyed the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team. 
But more importantly, we hope you feel better informed and enthusiastic about your real estate future. We know buying and selling can be stressful, so let us help. If you're looking for hands-on support in the greater Toronto area, the Janelle Cameron team from Remax Hallmark Realty is ready to assist. Visit JanelleCameron.com. That's J-E-N-E-L-L-E Cameron.com. Or dial 416-486-5588. Join us again next week as we deliver more content to help you reach your real estate dreams.